You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. Hello, Lion Game fans. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for the Lion Game. Season 2, Episode 9, The Grave Truth. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me today is Danica Kennedy. And what an episode it was. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We do need the creepy music. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, tonight's episode was ridiculous it the ending i mean we should just come out and say it let's just say it now but we'll talk about it later oh my gosh dead body Teresa in the water just floating we, dead in the pool we said that like everyone was like oh no she's just kidnapped we said she was gonna die i still i'm hoping that at some point in next episode, they like pull her out of the water, and she's like, "Gasped <gasps> about resuscitation," and she's totally fine. I really hope that happens. I don't I know. I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> right before her wedding, I know this is awful. Not... Oh, there's so much to say about that. Yeah, should we hold it till the end? Yes. Since that was the end of the episode, yes. it's so hard to just keep that from you guys, mm-hmm. though, until the end. <laughs> so we just have to get that off our chest. But so much happened exactly. in this episode. I'm sure a lot of people at home also felt the same way. Like right when that aired, I texted you right away because I was like, "What just happened?" And like, I was like, "Don't ruin it for me. I haven't watched it yet." <laughs> yeah, um, spoilers. It- it was a really good episode, and I apologize to anyone listening in advance because I feel like tonight's after show is going to be a little bit jumbled. A lot of things in tonight's episode really intertwined with each other. It's hard to pick topics on this episode because there's so much going on that we almost have to go chronologically and just kind of hit points as we go yeah, <laughs> with this exactly. one. Um, let's start out with, there was a lot of sisterly love in this episode, and that's something, we had Ali Gonino on as a guest, she plays Laurel, um, she was in studio last week and she was talking about how excited she was for when Sutton and Emma and Laurel finally got together and they had that sister bonding time, and we saw that this episode. And she forced them to hug, too. She was, like, the initiator of all of that. She was like, come on, guys, get up. Like, you're on the same team now. And this time, I really feel like Sutton is on the same team as them, because Mm -hmm. she always does this kind of, like, fake turn, like, oh, I'm kind of on your side, I'm kind of not. And I think she really is on their side this time. Yeah, she, she definitely she seemed much more likable in this episode than any other episode this entire season, I think. Um, we're finally seeing uh, that loyal side to Sutton, which I feel like her loyalties have changed so much, um, and it used to be to Rebecca um, or, you know, the mythical birth mother, but now she's really siding with her family. Um, and I'm- I don't think it's fake either, because mm-hmm. we have to question that. We have to take that into account with all these characters. They're all complete liars and it is the lying game but I really 
feel like she's not turning back on this one. Yeah. Um, the moment that I loved the most in this episode was between Laurel and Sutton, actually, when Laurel said to her, you know, I don't understand. There have been so many years when we've, you know, been living together and you sided with your birth mother because you had blood. Well, now we do have blood and you're siding with me, but I never needed that, you know, DNA connection to love you and to treat you like a sister and to treat you with respect. So why couldn't you do that for me? And it's so sad, too, because Sutton had the perfect life. She had that the nurturing, perfect family, the parents, the sister that loved her and wanted to be her. And that's what Laurel points out. And she still just wanted that birth mom, no matter who it was, because it was blood when she has been related to them this whole time, or at least Ted and Laurel. And it shouldn't matter anyways. Like, whoever raised you and was there for you is, like, your parents, Mm -hmm. I feel like, or your family, not just DNA. Yeah. Um, And we also thought that Laurel was going to accept Emma, no matter what, because they did have such a strong bond, but now they have even stronger of a bond because they are related by blood. They're half-sisters. So cute. (laughs) They, like, hug, too. They're like, we're sisters. And we've been wanting uh, Emma and Laurel to become really good friends and very close, and they did, too. So it's like the three of them are... BFFs now. Hopefully there won't be as much competition anymore between Emma and Sutton. It seems like that has kind of, um, you know, gone away this episode. Yeah. Well, the boy drama, you never know if that will stir the pot again with them. (laughs) Because, I mean, even last week we were talking about how they just all need to move on to different people, but yeah, I could see that stirring it up again. But I think with all the like murder mystery parent drama, they're all on the same page now. Yeah, um, let's let's get into that teenage love score a little bit. The past couple weeks, we've had a lot of drama, as you just said. We had a lot of drama between you know Emma, Sutton, Ethan, and Thayer, and this is you know this is the episode where we've gotten some sort of re- resolution. Um, it seemed like. Emma and Thayer haven't had as much chemistry as of late. It seems like they're fizzling out, and that opens the door for Emma and Ethan, which a lot of fans have wanted. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans have wanted, my, myself included, <laughs> us <laughs> included. Um, and it, it all starts out where, you know, Thayer's, Thayer wants answers from Emma, and she's trying to be as fair to him as she is to um, Ethan, but it just seems like she's she's so nice in this episode and how she's handling things with Thayer, but it's clear that it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's not working out. And Kristen kind of helped oh out with gosh. that. That scene was so awkward. It was... That uh, was so awkward. Kristen invites Ethan to sleep on the couch and Emma and Thayer are right there and Thayer's just like, uh, like, this is so awkward for me. Yeah. But she can't, like... He can't mention anything about the twins, of course, in front of mm-hmm. Kristen. So it's a really, like, weird situation. Did you feel awkward while watching that? I was like, what I, is she going to say? I did feel awkward uh, when I knew that Kristen was going to invite him. but Because she's so nice. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it was weird because I knew that that's what Emma wanted to happen. But she just didn't want it to happen in front of Thayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on in the episode, we actually saw a very awkward scene, which I thought was m- more uncomfortable to watch, which was uh, Kristen telling Thayer to his face, she's like, I think you should back off of Emma. I don't think she's ready. I don't think you're ready. 
kind of seemed like Kristen thought Thayer had some issues that he needed to work out. I feel like she said that because she's thinking about how she was in high school and how her relationship with Ted and Alec kind of parallels her daughters, even though she doesn't know that it's Emma and stuff Sutton and all that. I feel like she was kind of... She wants her daughter to go after her heart, not the guy that's good on paper. And I think she's trying to help out in her way. Is that what you thought when she did that? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I think she senses that deeper connection with Emma and Ethan than she does with Thayer. And she could probably just tell. It is so hard to break up with someone, but to have your mom help you out, like, (laughs) it's kind of weird. I almost, I almost felt like uh, Thayer will now take it worse because he thinks he needs to fight for it. Um, So that should be interesting. It's so weird, too, because she didn't tell her mom, like, oh, I'm not really that into him anymore. Her mom just, like, did it. intuition. Yeah. All moms have intuition. She knows. Mama knows best, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so Ethan ends up staying at the Mercer's house on the couch, and of course, Emma gets up in the middle of the night to make some tea, walks past the couch, and you know that a late-night rendezvous is about to go down. Uh, I think she couldn't sleep, not because of the drama, because she knew a really hot shirtless guy was sleeping on her couch upstairs that she's in love with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Ethan wakes up, meets her in the kitchen, and... I, I have to say this. Emma was looking pretty hot for just getting out of bed. Like, I don't look that good when I just get out of bed in the middle of the night. She looked smoking, and she was, like, in some... Like, it like sexy a, lingerie. It wasn't lingerie, pajamas. but it was, like, yeah, lingerie slash pajamas. And, and her hair is her all hair nice. Her hair was perfect. She looked flawless, and, of course... Not how I did look. She like, <laughs> did she, like, go to the bathroom before she, like... Did she, like, fix her hair and makeup or something? Because she's like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll see Ethan in the kitchen. Probably. <laughs> I Sounds like something that. I would do, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... It's a girl thing. They end up talking and it is very evident that there are still uh, feelings and chemistry between these two. They're like this far apart when they're talking. We're just waiting for them to kiss. And it's very weird because Thayer did say before he left, if you lay one finger on her and and Ethan said, I'm not going to do anything. He made that very clear that he wasn't going to do anything and then goes back on his word, kind of. Um, but Emma Leans was the one... for the kiss. Emma was the one that initiated it. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's how it went down. She said, I wish things could go back to the way they were. And then they both lean in. And then she freaked out and spilled her tea everywhere and it was really hot and then awkwardly walked away. And then Sutton's creeping in the window, just hanging out, watching. Yeah. Um... I thought that there was going to be more drama with Sutton seeing that happen, and I was she didn't pleasantly really care. surprised. I was pleasantly surprised that she didn't care. Um, they, you know, Emma goes back to her room after that awkward or the almost kiss encounter, um, and Emma and Sutton end up talking. Because um, everyone can just waltz into the house through random window type and doors. doors, and as we said before. I would be so scared if a murderer was in my town that I would, like, take the door out of my room. Like, I just, I wouldn't have that as an option. Or I would deadbolt it, like, six times. I always wonder that on these shows, like, in Pretty Little Liars and The Lion Game with the murderers around, I'm like, I would have all the shutters shut, everything mm-hmm. locked, curtains drawn. Like, I wouldn't want anyone yeah. seeing anything, you I know? would want to live in a bomb shelter. Me too. <laughs> I'd be freaking out. Yeah, so uh, Emma and Sutton are talking, and um, 
another awkward moment Sut- occurs. Well, Sutton <laughs> confronts Emma and she's like, so it seems like, you know, did you invite Ethan? Seemed like things were kind of getting like a little steamy. He was walking around with his shirt off and uh, Ethan walks in. Mm-hmm. After Emma's like, no, nothing happened. You know, I wouldn't do that because I'm dating Thayer. And what did he say when he walked in? He was like, wait, we need to talk. Like, mm-hmm. he was going to say something really romantic. And then he was like, oh, I need to say something, Emma. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, which only, you know, opens the door even further for Sutton to question. But she didn't. I think she's over it. I think she's so. She's like, grown a lot in yeah. one episode, which is. Not incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually thought when this happened that Sutton was going to go straight to Thayer. Me too. And she didn't. Yeah. I think she just doesn't care about all that, like, love drama anymore. And she's just like, who's the murderer? Like, what's with Rebecca? I think she's so preoccupied that she doesn't care about that stuff at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so also in this episode... Uh, the old people love square, as I like to call it. The old They're not people. even that old. I mean, they, they all aren't. look amazing, but I, that's how I have to differentiate them. We have the teenage love square and the older people love square. So much love going around that <laughs> we but have to. Th- this love square really does parallel um, the younger one. And uh oh, sorry, <laughs> I don't know why that always happens on this show. <laughs> um, so Rebecca. Ends up confronting Kristen in the most awkward of places. She's on her way to yoga with her girlfriends, and Rebecca's like, Oh, so you weird. cheating whore. Like, in when, front of everyone. When we know Kristen is one of the nicest people on this show. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I know that Rebecca's just there to start drama, but. She doesn't actually even care that they kissed. I think from what I got from this interaction, Rebecca just wants to ruin Kristen's life. It's not about it. like she wants both guys almost. She doesn't want Kristen to be happy. She wants her own happiness and she just wants it was such a weird like I don't know. Well and then everyone else was there too. Like Alec comes walking up and Mm -hmm. is just like stirring up more drama like oh it wasn't anything but yeah, it was. Yeah. Well I think that Rebecca intentionally did that so that Alec would have to say, no, there there aren't any feelings here. That would intentionally hurt Kristen's feelings. And then, you know, they, <coughs> they wouldn't um, they wouldn't get together in, in the end. Like, I yeah. feel like she Rebecca wants both Ted and Alec to both be in love with her. She just wants her to be miserable, I think. Yeah. So something had to have gone down in high school. We're still not sure yet. Um, Did she go to the same high school as them, too? I think so. I mean, they all talk about themselves in high school. I'm not really sure. There are so many... I'm sorry, guys. For anyone listening at home, I feel like there are so many different, uh, you know, storylines that it's hard to keep track of. If you guys know if Rebecca went to the same high school as them, then please let us know. Tweet us. <laughs> yes. Um, please let us know. Either tweet us or leave a comment on the YouTube page because we do listen to those <coughs> or we do read them. Um, so Alex said that it meant nothing, the kiss between um, Kristen and himself. And later he clarifies Yes, that. he did clarify it. Um, he went to visit Kristen and he said... Uh, you know, I apologize for that. Obviously, there were feelings, but it really, it seemed like Kristen wasn't into it anymore. Yeah. Like, she had clarity that she didn't want to 
be this she doesn't want to be the other adulterer yeah Yeah. and it's just i don't know the way he said it too like oh don't worry she'll be put behind bars or something like she'll be put away for a long time so i'm not going to be in this marriage very much longer so just give in now and it was kind of like wow could you be a little more romantic or kind of like i don't know the way he said it was kind of a turn off i thought yeah he wasn't like wow i just want to be with you and like we had all this chemistry from a long time ago i think if he worded it differently she would have been more into him yeah i i just don't see the chemistry <coughs> i'm Do you need sorry some water i'm like trying to oh, not no. cough so bad and it's making me cough more um we did this once before. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, please don't happen again. <laughs> um, well, we will try to get through this. Uh, yes, I will try to make it through. <laughs> so, uh, it is it is a very strange situation because I feel like, I don't know, this the old people love square is almost more complicated than the younger people. It is. Ones. Because, I mean... They're all adulterers. They're all... I mean, like, they're they're two married couples, and it seems like everyone's cheating on each other. And as... I mean, you've said this in multiple times, that they are older, so they should be more mature. And nope. they're not. It's like they have... The more years they have on them is, like, the more lies piled up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like... It makes you wonder, oh, are the kids going to be like that, too, and just have these lies piling up over the years? Yeah. Hopefully not. Okay, well, we'll move on to another topic. Before uh, we get into the rest of the show, I just want to mention really quickly, if you are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com or if you're watching us on YouTube, then please also take a minute to go over to iTunes and subscribe to our uh, iTunes channel. All you have to do is type in AfterBuzzTV, find the Lion Game podcast, and click subscribe. You can find all of our past episodes as well as this episode. And uh, also rate and comment because that really helps us out here at AfterBuzz. We are always trying to bring you the best shows possible, and uh, we want to continuously improve. So, if you have, um, you know, something that we can improve on, then please, you know, comment with that. Or if you just want to say nice things about us, that is always appreciated as well. So, uh, rate, comment, and then also tell a friend because that's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. And let us know your predictions because we're making our own predictions here, mm-hmm. and there's so many you can make with this show. We kind of want to hear what you guys say about it too. Yes. Um, so, the next topic, I feel like, as I said, it's very jumbled tonight, but Mads uh, is actually confronted by Alec tonight, and I feel like this entire episode, he's trying to get everyone on his side. He's already got Jordan on his side, spying on Rebecca. Now he's trying to get his son and daughter on his side. Mads is already kind of there, um, but he wants to make sure she stays there. He ends up getting mad at Mads uh, (laughs) for staying at the Mercers and you know he just he seems very protective of her Um, and I wasn't sure whether that was the father in him or he was just making sure that she's still siding with him even though he's kind of being creepy yeah well I feel like everyone's kind of on the same side of him like as him tonight yeah I, I mean with this last episode because no one's on Rebecca's side anymore. Everyone is against her. Yes. And I think next episode, everyone's going to be pointing fingers at her and trying to accuse her of the murders. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, how is she going to take it? How is she going to react? Is she going to turn it around on Alec or someone else? Yeah. So I feel like everyone's on his side right now, but he still has his creepy qualities 
some way. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's something about him. I want to believe what he says, though, more than ever with the last few episodes. Yeah. Um, so Mads ends up telling him that Jordan knows a lot more than he's let on, um, which he actually was, he took a, I don't know, he, he wasn't mad about. Okay, maybe you can clarify this for me. Yeah. Did he already know about the twins, or did Mads tell him that there were twins? I believe he already knew. Or, wait. He already knew Alec because... Or I mean, Jordan. Um, Jordan. Jordan. Did he I, already know because Rebecca? I think Rebecca? Rebecca told him. I mean, so jo- Mads didn't tell Yeah, him. Jordan said that he... I mean, I could be wrong, but I think Jordan said that Rebecca trusted him with a lot of things, and she ended up telling him a lot of things so that... She, he could end up helping her ultimately um and getting more answers i guess mm-hmm. um so i think i think that when he came to uh arizona she kind of let him in on a lot of the situation so that's why he wasn't that surprised because it when they're in yeah. the cabin it was like they kind of just waltzed in randomly and then all of them were together talking yeah. about it and i was kind of like Wow, all these people know about it now. I want to get into that in a second. Um, First, before we get into that, I just want to mention um, Alec actually talking to Thayer. That was the last person that he tried to get on his side. And Thayer seemed more receptive to it this week than he has been in the past. Yeah, and I don't understand why, really. Do you think it's because he's just um, dealing with the whole Emma Sutton situation and he's kind of, like, realizing that they kind of are siding with him? I think it's um, actually the persistence of Alec because it's it's very hard to forgive someone if they just say they're sorry for something once, but this is at least the third or fourth time that Alec has said something to him. Like, I'm sorry, this was actually all for you. You'll find out soon. Um, and I think... He's, it's the persistence. Exactly. He's starting to realize, like, okay, if he wasn't really sincere about this, he would have just given up. I think he does care about him, too, mm-hmm. even though they've had so many problems in the past. I think he does want the best for him. But you can't blame him for getting mad at him. I mean, he did frame him to exactly. put him in jail. So <laughs> Exactly. It's understandable that it took a while for him to warm up and be persistent about it. Yeah. Um. So... Getting into what you said earlier, uh, the it, it, it was a very weird scene. And the one that we're talking about is when everyone is in the cabin, or all of the younger kids are in the cabin, and they are they all, all know. They all know. And it's so nice, because we've had all of these lies, both this season and the first season, and finally... Everyone, or almost everyone, Kristen still has no idea. Poor Kristen. (laughs) She's going to have a heart attack when she finds everything out. It seems like everyone finally knows what is going on. They know that there's twins. They know, um, you know, they're very close to finding out who the murderer is. And um, they're all kind of plotting together to come up with a plan to expose this. I think so. Yeah, it's just... It's so weird to see them all together, too, because we've been watching this for two seasons now, and each episode, like, maybe someone else is getting closer to finding Mm -hmm. out, and now it's finally at that point where all the main characters kind of know, except just a few. Yeah. Um, And before all this went down, I forgot to mention that Emma and Sutton both 
kind of work together to try to get the truth from Rebecca. It didn't end up working out because Rebecca really doesn't trust Sutton anymore. Um, and she just straight up asked her to, mm-hmm. like, did you have something to do with the murder? Like, you could tell me I'm your daughter. And she did not take it very well. She was just kind of, like, disappointed. Yeah. But she didn't say, like, oh, I did it or no, I didn't. She just kind of said, I'm disappointed that you would ask me that. That that instance actually made me think that she didn't do it. Really? Um, yeah, because I feel like if she did do it, she would have blown up at Sutton and said, you know, I can't believe you accused me of that. I'm your mother. But she didn't do that. She was very calm about it. And she's like, I'm kind of disappointed that you would think that I was capable of that. Which is, I don't know, in my mind, that is not what a guilty person would do. I, I see what you're saying, totally. I I can kind of agree with that, but just something... Other things make me think that she's yeah. a killer still, but... I just, I don't know. I mean, we're going to talk about who our suspects are, of exactly, course. Exactly, but it's, it's almost, if that's the last episode next week, it's almost too obvious that she's the killer. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. I was... I was almost going to say, like, oh, does she have someone she, like, hired or exactly. she's working with someone is kind of more who I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And and if if it is revealed that she's the killer next week, I feel like we're going to get a whole slew of other questions. Like, we are going to find out uh, or still, you know, try to find out Just why like, the why? twins were split up. Like, all of these things. I feel like something else is going to happen um, in next week's episode. But And why would she kill Derek? Like, would that's still to protect Ted. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the reasoning why they're saying that is because Ted is the one person that she has always wanted to protect, even more so than her own daughters. Um and, you know, he was being blackmailed by this kid, so she thought she'd off him. That's their idea, I guess. I still feel like there's a big part of the plot that we don't know because mm-hmm. why is this such a big secret? Like why since like we know they had an affair and we know that there was a kid but why is like the twins and all that such a big secret that like no one could know and there's murders and like I just feel like there's something in the plot that we don't know that's going to come out haven't you ever seen snapped or like any of those <laughs> tv shows where I mean people kill people to hide infidelity all the time and I mean I'm not saying it's a good thing I don't endorse it whatsoever but I mean it it happens a lot and I feel like that's kind of what is happening here someone is you know someone was murdered to hide an infidelity and to hide you know the birth of kids so it it does happen um I mean that's it's just so crazy to me because I mean Usually it takes a lot to kill someone. Oh, I I completely agree. Um, But some people are crazy in this world. Yeah, (laughs) Um, definitely. So all of the kids working together, they come up with two plans. Um, Oh, and I I wanted to mention, I completely forgot about this, but Alec and Thayer, um, they, Alec requested something of Thayer. He said, you know, I need your help. And do we know what that plan is yet? No. Okay. I think we're going to find we'll that find out. find out next episode. Um, but that was, that was I was like, I don't know what he's going to do. Like, what is he asking That's for? That's a to be continued, I think. Exactly. Um, so the kids working together to create a plan. Um, the first one was Jordan suggested, Rebecca has this box. There's There are things in it that I don't know what exactly they are. I know that there are pictures of everyone but I want to find out, yeah, more secrets about Rebecca. So 
when she's at dinner tonight, I'll break into the box and, you know, Figure out sort what's through the it. contents. Exactly. And um, so that's plan number one. The other plan is that they enlist Ted to help. Um, so the twins end up telling Ted the truth about the twins. Finally. Um, I thought that moment was so sweet with um, with Sutton saying, you know, can you just tell me that you're my dad again? And he does. Because they she hug. didn't get oh it the gosh. first time. Adorable. That, and that's the softer side to Sutton that we saw this episode. Mm-hmm. So um, then Emma gets out of the car and he's like, oh Surprise. my gosh, I have two daughters. Or I guess he has three. But uh, the fact that he had twins and he was one of the the only two people, I guess, who didn't know about that. Him and Kristen. Um, and we weren't sure if he knew all along or not. So that finally cleared that up for us. Yeah. Um, so they enlist him and they say, we need your help. We think that Rebecca is behind all of this. He's like, oh, that's what Alec has been saying all along, too. Um, and they say, we need your help. We need you to confront Rebecca and let us know if she murdered Derek. We know everything. We know about the blackmailing. We know about this. We know about that. Um, and he agrees to it. Like, I mean... He is not creepy at all. And we got that scoop from Alaganina last week. She's yeah, like, he's the innocent. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Exactly. Um, but now we know. And he ends up, I mean, he goes through with the plan and ends up confronting Rebecca. But he also ends up confronting Alec in the process. And is like, why did you split up my kids? You're an awful person. You're trying to ruin me. Um, do you think that was just... I would be upset too, though. I mean, oh, I would be. I would have reacted the same way. I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought he reacted pretty well, actually, yeah. considering. And and that's considering the twins didn't tell him the full story. They told him that they got split up, and Sutton went to the Mercers, and they told them, or they told Ted that Emma went to a family in Beverly Hills. And she was like, well, it, it wasn't as glamorous as it seemed. And that that's the true story. I mean, she did end up going to a family in Beverly Hills, but then um, what was the name of the the uh, mother who thought that it was her? Oh, daughters? I forget. Yeah, she, she ended up came, like, she came and um, took Emma away. I was Couldn't handle surprised her. Ted yeah. didn't ask more questions. Like, I mean, I'm sure he will. He will. I think I'm that sure. this was time sensitive, so they wanted to get everything out. I'm sure he has a lot of questions that he'd want to ask. Yeah, there's so much in this episode. But I was like, I wanted Emma to be like, oh, by the way, you know me, and mm-hmm. I've been hanging out at your house for the last few months, yeah. pretending like you actually know me, and we have a good relationship and a special bond, and you just didn't know it. Yeah, but hopefully that comes out. Yeah. Um, so Alec ends up saying that the reason why he didn't tell Ted about the twins and why he split them up is not for Ted, but it's for Kristen. Or he alluded to that, at least. Kristen couldn't handle twins. And we know that it was hard for her to handle a baby in the first place. It was hard enough for her to just, just handle one. Sutton. And they um, had money problems at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So... I couldn't tell whether he was being sincere about that or whether it was for other reasons. I don't know. I feel like I thought it was sincere when he said it because it it does it's a good alibi. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking out for your family, you couldn't handle it at the time. I didn't want to this to be this huge burden on you. And that's intense though. It to split is up really bad babies, though. And how and it ended tell- up. Yeah. 
I think he should have told. I think it was a big mistake, but I think that is, like, if you're going to have a reason, that is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I mean, on one hand, I I think he's an awful person for splitting up the twins, but on the other hand, I think that he was an amazing friend for, you know, doing all of this and keeping Ted's secret for so long. Um especially from Kristen, who he supposedly loved. I think if he actually loved her, he would have told her the truth. Um, But I don't know. It makes me think, though, because they've been best friends forever. Has he been, has Alec been best friends with Ted because he feels guilty about all this or because they're actually best friends or does because that brings up questions too it's like would you really (laughs) betray your best friend in the world and keep that big of a secret from them for like almost 20 years alec is definitely the one with the most secrets he knows everything i feel like he does um which makes me feel like rebecca's the killer just because he believes it yeah but as you were saying earlier, it's like, oh, we already think that. So they might twist something on us yeah. next episode. So while Rebecca and Ted are having this conversation about did she kill Derek and all of this stuff. Over a nice glass of wine, I might add. The police come. And before we talk about the police coming, I just want to mention how Dan, this entire episode, has been on the hunt for Teresa. I mean, obviously, he would still be on the hunt for her because... Oh, and he, like, attacked Ted when he came Mm -hmm. to the police office. He was questioning him like crazy and grabbing him by the shirt collar and, like, it was kind of scary. I I guess we didn't talk about Ted coming clean. That happened at the very beginning of the episode. Sutton, or Emma confronts him and says, you know, I need answers. Like, he's like, you can't like, I didn't do this, you know me, um, which is what we have been hoping for the entire time. And I- he explained all his actions, why he was giving money, and um, he was the one giving, putting the flowers on the grave, too, because he, he just felt, felt bad. He felt yeah. like, wow, this is a kid, and I feel so sorry. It wasn't because he killed him, though. Yeah. Um, which which does end up making sense. It was just very bizarre how it could have, I mean, that could have convicted him potentially if he was up for trial like people would have thought that he was the killer we all thought that he was the killer for a while um well who hangs out in graveyards at night and sneaking around it does seem sketchy yeah Yeah. um he admits that he talked to Teresa and answered any questions for emma about that he also answered them to the cops um and brought it right to the police after i i thought that dan was off the case so it was very weird for me that he was the one interrogating Ted. He probably weaseled his way in, like, I have to talk to this guy because he was so upset and enraged by all of it. Mm-hmm. I was almost wondering if the cops didn't know about it, and he and Ted just went to Dan first and said, hey, I talked to Teresa the other night, like, I don't know what happened um, to her, but I just wanted to come clean to you first, and Dan was like, well, get in the interrogation room. <laughs> it kind of just cut to them in the yeah, police department. Exactly. Um, and Dan was, it was heated. Uh, really heated. I mean, I understand where Dan was coming from, but I mean, we knew from our perspective, we knew that Ted didn't do it. Yeah. Well, this whole thing, I it was really sad because Ethan lied to Dan about not knowing anything mm-hmm. too, which stirred up more stuff with that because Who can Dan trust. Yeah, Dan can't trust anyone now because he was like, "Wow, you're my brother and you lied straight to my face because you chose your ex-girlfriend over me." Yeah. 
Which shows that Ethan's still in love with Emma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Alec ends up stepping in while Dan is interrogating Ted. And he just walks in too, like I mean, waltzes in the he's room. He's the DA. He's allowed to do that. And it couldn't have happened any sooner because it looked like Dan was about to, you know, rip Ted Kill a new him. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he was literally choking him against a wall. And yeah, then it, it, it gets into Dan feels betrayed by Ethan. He just, he feels betrayed by everyone. Um, but in the end, um, who was it that got... I'm blanking right now. Who got the call Sut, er, from Teresa? Oh, Sutton did. Sut, that's what I was going to say. I think... She Sut, was like, it's Teresa. Sutton got the call. It's just very heavy breathing. And... Creepy. She takes it immediately to the police, as she should. They trace the call, and they're like... Oh, it's okay, at the country club. We know where it is. It's at the country club. So the police arrive, interrupt a lot of conversations. Uh, they interrupt... Ted and Rebecca's. They interrupt Emma and Thayer's, which it looked like they were about to break up, but... <laughs> um, and they're like, Teresa's on the premises. Sutton and Emma are both there and have this moment where um, Sutton says, you know, I know you still have feelings for Ethan. Uh, and Emma's like, well, who do, you, who do you think should be there for him? And Sutton's like, it should be you. That's why they switch clothes. And um, that was a very big moment for Sutton. I was going to ask you about that, because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't get why they're changing clothes while they're trying to find someone's body. Yeah. So. It's because there are people, um, I mean, the police don't know, Kristen doesn't know, there are people in town that don't know that there are twins, so I don't think they want to expose that yet. Yeah. Um, so they end up changing clothes because only one of them can, can be there. Can be in public. Um, so... They all end up going right to the place where the phone was traced to. It's the pool. Dead and floating body face down. Teresa is floating in the water face down. I still, as I said earlier in the episode, I still don't want to believe that she's dead. Because we did, I mean, we heard breathing. Um, but who who could be that the killer? That could have not been her, though. That could have been whoever was throwing her corpse into the pool or something. You know, just, like, creepy it's breathing still... to, like, lure them in mm-hmm. or something. Oh, and also, before we get into predictions about that, um, I forgot to mention the box as well. Uh, so, oh, yeah. right as Jordan is enacting his plan, he goes and tries to break into the box. Um, he finds the box was empty, and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, sorry. <laughs> and, it happens. And, sorry for swearing. Um, he was like, what the fudge? And <laughs> turns, turns to the side, sees a thief, and, or, you know, someone, someone dressed, dressed in all black, all which black reminded hoodie. me of A, yes. Pretty Little Liars reference. That was exactly, uh, <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I was like, A. Like, <laughs> We're going to find out it's Janelle Parrish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... He ends up chasing after this thief. The thief knocks into Mads. No one sees the person's face. That would be the first thing that I would do is look them right in the eyes. Um, but no one ends up seeing it. And the thief runs away. The Jordan thief ends up helping really us. small. I was going I was to say, say, it looks like a female's frame, like body frame. A, someone in high school, like someone that's little, mm-hmm. is what I thought. The people that I have written down are Char, Thayer, 
or Teresa, but that was when we were watching the episode, so I don't think it could be Thayer because he was with um, he was with Emma at the time. I forgot Shar existed again. I know I <laughs> exactly. Forget. I was like, it has she to hasn't be. Been... It has to be someone that we know. They're not going to introduce a completely new character unless it's someone that's working for Rebecca. But why would someone steal that when they're working for Rebecca? What if Char's? What if it was Kristen the entire time? No, I don't know. Kristen's the murderer. It's her. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'd no. be so pissed. No. Uh, God, that would be weird. Um, but yeah, so those were the people that I had written down. Um, it could actually be Teresa if she stole that stuff and then was heading back to, you know, her safe site and, and you know, God. someone killed her on the way. I thought that, too. I, I definitely think it's either, like... A smaller guy like there or like mm-hmm. a woman because I was just thinking like that there's no way that's Alec or something like that it's too small yeah. of a frame whatever happened to Justin too I don't know <laughs> I I don't think it looked like him it definitely looked like a female body though well when did Char disappear did she disappear like right after Derek died she mm-hmm. kind of like peaced yeah, out yeah she had to um go that is what kind if it of is Char. That's it could so, be. Maybe they had a lovers' quarrel or something, and she like everyone said she needed to go get away, get some clarity because her boyfriend was murdered. What if she was the murderer and she was just trying to escape from you know all the interrogation? It could be. That's a good prediction. I think. I don't know. Um, but I don't know if she would have any reasoning for it. That's the only thing. Now I want to look on IMDb to see if her no. character comes back, but that's such a spoiler if it is. I know. <laughs> she could just come back and be like, hey, I'm at school again. Yeah. Do, so. so do we think that the thief is the same person that murdered Teresa? Uh, it either is Teresa, the person yeah. that murdered her, or someone who's on the team. Since we said it reminded us of A, kind yeah. of it makes me think, oh, there could be more behind this. And we've seen that Rebecca can get people on her side and make them do things for her. She has that power over people. So I feel like she could have, like, someone working for her, doing stuff for her still that's not Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we should get into our official predictions for the night. And now, (laughs) Buzz TV predictions. Okay. So predictions... My first, let's, let's predict. Yeah, go ahead. My first prediction is that I don't think Teresa's going to come up gasping for air. Oh, no. Sadly, I think she's a goner. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty quick response time from... Well, I don't know how long it took for Emma to get that to... I don't know. I just really want her to She could have been be dead for days. She I could have been dead be for minutes. We don't know. I know. But why would the killer call someone on her on Teresa's cell phone. That makes absolutely no sense. Why would the killer alert someone to where her body is? Well, what I was thinking when um, they first came to the club, I was thinking country clubs have cameras everywhere, watching everything. Wouldn't they have, like, cameras on the pool to see if... But if they're dressed in all black... Yeah. You would think that they'd have a security guard, though. Yeah, that's the part where, like, right when it happened, I was like, someone should have been there or it should have been recorded. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Um, I I really hope that she's still alive and they, I don't know, it just, it's so sad. I think Emma and uh, Ethan are going to get back together. Oh, yeah, that's, 
Yeah. Safe prediction. Yes, I definitely think that's going to happen. Um, I... I feel like it's almost too obvious that Rebecca's a killer. I feel like she is, but it's almost like... Who's your money on next, Char? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. They they did good. They the did good. The writers did good. They did. <laughs> um, any other predictions for next week's episode? No, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> say too much because I have no idea which way it's going to go, to be honest. Okay. Well, if you guys have any predictions, then make sure to tweet us or comment on our YouTube page. Danica, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Danica Kennedy and on my website, DanicaKennedy.com. Cool. And you can follow me on Twitter at Catherine Kelly. We would love to keep the conversation going. If you have any predictions before the finale next week, please let us know. And also make sure to tune in next week for our Lion Game finale. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 